0: Hey everybody, thanks for joining us here, Uh, whether you're listening on the podcast or you're watching on YouTube. In this video, we're going to be going over the definitive rankings of the 2021 season's NFL running backs. Now, the criteria that we're going to have for this, this one's pretty simple. It's going to be based on talent and production mixed together. So if you have a running back, i.e. Christian McCaffrey, who is your favorite running back in the league, you think he's the best. But he missed half the season. He's not going to be placed number one. And, uh, you know, conversely, if you have a guy who maybe isn't the best running back in the world, but he just got so many touches and his team just kept throwing him the ball and and he just racked up the stats. But I I think he's less talented than a lot of other guys who just, you know, didn't have the opportunity to run the football. He might be placed a little bit lower. So that being said, let's move into the bottom of the list. Right here, we've got our 30 through 44, or if we're counting down, 40 up to 30. So starting at 44, I've got Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins. I think he is arguably one of the worst starting running backs in the league, and it's just unfortunate that for Tua, he was never really able to get a guy uh, you know, in that backfield with him. We've got Ramondre Stevenson, who was really, really good Uh, in his role in New England. Chase Edmonds, who is technically the backup in Arizona, real good running back. Uh, Devontae Booker, who filled in admirably for Saquon Barkley in New York. Rashad Penny, who filled in for uh, Chris Carson in Seattle. So you you notice a a lot of these guys are necessarily backups, but they're starters who have to back up and then they filled in roles. So You know, Tony Pollard next on the list, you know, a lot of his snaps came in when, you know, Zeke wasn't necessarily at his best. And we've got one of my favorite running backs in the league, Cordero Patterson, somebody who I think, you know, is on a fairly or unfairly a Hall of Fame trajectory, because in my personal opinion, I think he's the second best return man of all time, only behind Devin Hester. And then we just saw what he can actually be if a team legitimately used him. Um, his, his yards per carry, yards per touch, reception, whatever you want to call it, were fantastic this year. He managed to find the end zone. He really was Atlanta's offense, and he was their most valuable player this year. We've got Alexander Madison, again, another backup who filled in well for Dalvin Cook. Then we come to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's a guy who I think is pretty overrated, but, I mean, they use him mostly well in Kansas City. Jamal Williams, who, you know, went from being the backup in Green Bay to being the backup in Detroit, and he's really good at what he does. Uh, He's, you know, what you'd call the scat back. He's incredibly fast, and he's just an extremely likable guy. Daryl Henderson, who ended up having to start for the Rams after Cam Akers went down uh, in August of last season. Daryl Henderson performed well. He's just not really a starting caliber running back. So, like, his talent is low and his production wasn't as high Now, part of that was the fact that the Rams guard center guard combo is one of the worst out of any playoff teams that we had this year. Uh, But he still performed well enough to be marked in this top 32. Saquon Barkley at 31 and Christian McCaffrey at 30 are my nod to these guys being probably the most talented running backs in the league at one and two. If you could guarantee me that any running back in the NFL was going to stay healthy and I could have them, number one would be Christian McCaffrey. And number two would probably Saquon Barkley. Dalvin Cook would be very, very close in that conversation. But these guys are just phenomenal. Their talent and their production that they put in for the games that they played put them in this conversation. But unfortunately, they didn't just have the volume of stats this year. And so they get brought down into the 30s. Our ranking is 29 all the way up to 15. We start with Darnus Johnson in Cleveland. He's a guy that I loved. I loved him so much because I know that Cleveland's running game is built around their offensive line. That's all it is, is just guys pushing four yards ahead. Like Nick Chubb averages the most yards before contact in the NFL. It's one of the most dominating offensive lines we've seen. I think it's better than what the old Cowboys line used to be around 2017. Not quite as good as the 2015 line, but a little bit better than the older Cowboys line. Um, the two games he started, he was an absolute animal. Uh, you know, there's not enough you can say about a guy who really just stepped in and ended up proving himself to everybody. Uh, 28, I've got Miles Sanders, who, you know, super talented. Unfortunately, he just didn't get to play every single game this year. Michael Carter on the New York Jets really started coming along in the second half of the season. He's a really good player. We'll like to, we'd like to see uh, how his – career ends up developing if he can be somebody that New York can actually rely on as a starting running back. Kareem Hunt, who I think has the talent to be a top five running back. He's one of those guys that's up there with Christian McCaffrey, with the Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, you know, all those guys up in there, Kareem Hunt, one of the best receiving backs in the league. It's, it's him. It's Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Austin Eckler, And he's also incredibly fast and incredibly strong at the point of attack. Uh, It's just, you know, he's a backup for some reason. He's the better running back than Nick Chubb, but they use him as a backup and he wasn't fully healthy. Nobody really honestly is, but he didn't get to play every game. So this is why he gets stuck back here at 26. One spot above him, James Conner, somebody who played incredibly well this season, found the end zone a ton. And although he necessarily wasn't as effective as you'd want him to be as a starting running back, he did what he needed to do well on a team that is heavy on the pass. At uh, 24, we've got Devin Singletary. At 23, we've got Mark Ingram. These two guys are really interesting. Devin Singletary had to share a lot of his time uh, with Zach Moss. I don't think that either of them are particularly fantastic, but Devin Singletary is a little bit better, and the margins are thin. That's why he ends up getting this nod. Mark Ingram, who started the season on the Houston Texans in that really crowded backfield with Philip Lindsay. And David Johnson ends up going to the Saints after the Saints start losing players. Alvin Camaro goes down a little bit and he fills in really well. He actually ended up having a pretty good season. I think it was around eight or 900 yards, probably not 900, maybe six maybe to 800 yards, somewhere in there. Sonny Michelle, who later in the season for the Rams, because uh, he got traded, I believe it was like during the preseason from the Patriots to the Rams, he ended up filling in really well in what he did. Second half of the season, he really was the starter because Darrell Henderson got hurt on the Rams. And Sonny Michelle filled in well. Again, I don't like the guard-center-guard combo on the Los Angeles Rams. So Sonny Michelle's production was slightly limited, but his talent is there. He's, he's a strong downfield running back, and he did what he needed to do. Speaking of strong downfield running backs, A.J. Dillon at 21 is an incredible football player. Uh, I believe his nickname is Quadzilla. He's got just some massive legs, and he's really built for that Green Bay atmosphere green bay i'd like to see them get their hands on a pass catching back uh aaron jones and aj dillon aren't really pass catching backs they will uh just because the opportunity is there but uh no he he did he did really well especially filling in for aaron jones um whenever aaron jones was out due to injury james robinson a guy who i just think is plagued on being plagued with being on a terrible team he reminds me a lot of jay ajayi and what he used to be on the miami dolphins just a incredibly, incredibly strong, fast bowling ball type of player. I'd like to see uh, some more happen with him. Unfortunately for him, uh, personally, the Jaguars drafted Travis Etienne, who I think is a really good running back. uh, At least he's going to be uh, this next year. So James Robinson might not get his chance in Jacksonville, but I could see a career resurgence for him kind of like Leonard Fournette had in Tampa Bay versus in Jacksonville. Coincidentally, uh, and speaking of Leonard Fournette, the next two running backs at 19 are David Montgomery and 18 Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, who he had an incredible season. He's a very good running back, probably a top 12, uh, just pure talent in the league. Unfortunately, the Bay Buccaneers never ran the football because Tom Brady was trying to pad his stats and win the MVP this year. So Leonard Fournette didn't get as much attention as he necessarily should have. David Montgomery, he's just on a terrible team with a terrible offensive line. And a terrible offensive coordinator, no weapons outside. It's his talent is there. It might be hard to see, but there was just no production um, as far as meaningful production. Then we've got Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, Neil Mitchell, all uh, what you might call like part time starters on decent to good teams. These guys have other running backs in the fold that can kind of take the load off them. And so they're not necessarily ever going to be one of those feature backs but they're really good at what they do and they are the best running back in their room now we get into the kind of the cream of the crop as far as the best guys outside of the top five from this last season we've got number 14 all the way up to number 16 so starting there we've got Javante Williams the rookie out of North Carolina I believe that ended up going to Denver we've got DeAndre Swift the second or third year player out of Georgia. On the Lions, these guys are really good. DeAndre Swift is an excellent pass catching back, um, but that's not what we're doing right now. We're just doing we're just doing straight up running back. Um, And he didn't get to play much of the season. Now, Javante Williams, he was plagued by another little bit of an issue, and that's, you know, being sat behind Melvin Gordon, who at this point in his career is just a little better. Uh, We've got Ezekiel Elliott at number 12. He's just past his prime. That's all it is. Uh, Alvin Kamara at 11 injuries plagued his season otherwise I mean he's he's always been a producer never one of the top 4 or 5 producers but he's he's up there in talent Najee Harris at number 10 I don't think he's a top 10 running back skill wise but he had the he had the second most touches in the NFL this season just behind Jonathan Taylor and so the production has to speak for itself Najee Harris had a really excellent season a uh, guy we mentioned earlier, Melvin Gordon at number nine. He's somebody who I think is probably going to get phased out and his career is probably going to start going downhill. I wouldn't be surprised if his career takes the Devonta Freeman path where, you know, at one point he was a feature back and just, you know, for the fact that new running backs are coming into the league, getting better, he kind of gets phased out. We've got Damian Harris for the New England Patriots at number eight. Now this guy had an incredible season. I believe he's a rookie. I I don't remember. Uh, too much about him but I know that he had a ton of yards he had a ton of touchdowns and the Patriots really really pulled a gem out in this one Austin Eckler on the Los Angeles Chargers had a great season scoring the football receiving and rushing uh, is pretty balanced with this guy he's strong uh, he's up the middle he's not overly fast but he's good at playmaking he's one of the best receiving backs in the national football league. And so I I respect him by putting him up here. Um, Not one of the best pure rushers, but this season just speaks for itself. His production was off the charts and he got absolutely robbed of a pro bowl appearance. It was unfathomable that he didn't make it. And at number six, we've got Antonio Gibson who is probably just the best offensive player uh, on a terrible team. It's probably going to be between him and, you know, scary Terry McLaurin. But Antonio Gibson just had a ton of yards and a few touchdowns and he had a really good season. Now, moving into the top five, we're going to go five, four, three, two, one. And so at the fifth spot from this past 2021 season is Nick Chubb. He came in second in the league in rushing yards at 1,259. He had eight touchdowns, which was tied for seventh. He had a whopping 5.5 yards per rush and 61 total first downs. Now, I, I've already mentioned how I feel about Nick Chubb. I think he's a product of a fantastic offensive line and a fantastic running system with Kevin Stefanski. But he is good at what he does. They ask him, they ask him to run the football, and that's what he does. He can't really catch, un, unlike Kareem Hunt, who's an excellent receiving back. So I still don't know why they don't use Kareem Hunt more often. Uh, but Nick Chubb put up the numbers to be a top five running back this year. At number four, we've got Joe Mixon, who came in third in the league in rushing yards, just behind. At 1205. He had 13 touchdowns, which is good enough for third in the league, 4.1 yards per rush, and 60 first downs. So a lot of these numbers are really similar to Nick Chubb. The only difference is Joe Mixon is an excellent receiving back. He's an excellent athlete, and he was playing behind a horrendous offensive line. Number three, we've got Dalvin Cook, who, even though he missed several games and you know, a lot of time. I believe he partially tore something in his knee and then came back like seven or eight days later uh, to end up recording like another like 500 yards to end the season or something like that. It's just ridiculous. He had 1,159 yards, which is good enough for fifth in the NFL. He had six touchdowns, which isn't fantastic, but he did average 4.7 yards per rush and have 57 first downs. So all of this having limited time and playing behind a slightly below average offensive line puts Dalvin cook at the three spot. I think his talent is top three and I think his production was just barely outside of it, but we're going to put him here. At number two, we've got Derrick Henry. Uh, this one may be controversial because it's just who had, you know, if you was who had the best season, Derek Henry would probably be around 10th, but I mean, he had 937 rushing yards, which is ninth and he only played half the season. He had 10 touchdowns, which is tied for fifth. And again, he only played half the season. He averaged 4.3 yards per rush, which isn't fantastic, but people stack the box against Derrick Henry more than they stack the box against maybe the next two guys combined. It's ridiculous. He had 49 first downs, which if you look back here, Dalvin Cook had 57. Joe Mixon played the whole season. He had 60. So when somebody only has 11 more first downs than you and they played like they played like nine more games than you, it's I mean, it's just ridiculous. Derrick Henry is a man amongst boys when he plays football. And to no one's surprise, the number one running back from the 2021 NFL season is Jonathan Taylor. He set the running back triple crown, if you want to say, in, in attempts, in rushes, and in touchdowns. Uh, he had 1,811 rushing yards, which is first. 18 touchdowns, which again is first. 5.5 yards per rush, which is fantastic. 101 first downs, which is first by far. It's, it's about first by 40. And 14 rushes for 20 plus yards, which is first five rushes for 40 plus yards, which is first. And you can do that for every every yardage mark. He had the most 10 yard rushes, the most 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 yard rushes uh, in the National Football League. Just a, a monster of a season. This former Wisconsin Badger is somebody who I wanted the Detroit Lions to take in the second round when he came out because they had a couple picks right before the Colts. Unfortunately, they took DeAndre Swift, which no shit on DeAndre Swift. He's good at what he does. But he's no Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in the National Football League. So there you have it, folks. There's the definitive ranking. If uh, if you're on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment where you think your running back stands, where they should be, and where I placed them. Let me know what you think. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, you guys, for watching. And be sure to stay up to date on all of our future content.